I think you know you know where this is going because I had to tell you because we weren't sure if we were going to get everything in time. Round two. Round two on the palate cleansers. Round, I think, four on you eating food on the show because <laughs> we did the buffalo wings yeah. twice. We were That one felt like a year ago. Yeah, oh, it was probably close. That was a different podcast room. I mean, same room, yep. completely different looking. Things have changed. It's been a minute. So like unexperienced and just new and fresh to that. And then yeah. it feels like we actually know a little bit what we're doing. You nowadays actually surprise me with your ability to taste whiskey. Like you, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. All right, let's start. Let's, let's start with this. <laughs> For those who don't know, this is Justin and we've had him on the show a few times. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but you and Bryce were both pretty much brand new to whiskey when I started this Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely. And you both consistently surprised me on your ability to taste whiskey. Yep. I feel like that's a pretty big dub. It was like, we enjoyed beer, but what purpose was there to whiskey? Right. Like, other than to just get messed up fast. Right. Other than it being strong. Right. If you want, like, why would you sit down and enjoy it and drink it straight and not mix it or shoot it? Yeah. Yeah. That was you and Bryce whenever we started this. So we'll see. Maybe I'm bragging you up too much and you're going to do terrible on this review. Like what 21-year-old goes out and just like, yeah, I'm going to buy some a bottle of bourbon. Every young kid wanted to buy a bottle of, or a case of beer. Yeah. Pretty much just me. That's like, I, have, I get that all the time. Like, <laughs> you're super young. And I'm like, yeah, but I also started drinking whiskey. I looked up the statute of limitations so I can say this. Before it was legal for me to drink, I started drinking whiskey because I was into it because my dad was into it. And oh, so okay. I was like, you know. Now, I wasn't big into it like I am now, obviously, but but I was already trying to drink it straight. So, so today, as I mentioned there in the beginning, we've got palate cleansers once again. So if you haven't already, go back and check out the last palate cleanser episode. That was, I think, 63. Let me check my notes here real quick. That would have been episode 64. I was so close. Was the last palate cleanser episode that we did. What are we on now? We are on 93. Wow. Yeah, so over half a year ago. And the hot wings probably were about a year ago because it was before that. Yeah. So in that episode, episode 64, we did lemon and chocolate and then dark chocolate specifically. And then as a control, we had water. So for this episode, we'll have the water as a control again, and we're going to try crackers, which is a pretty common palate cleanser. And then I was enjoying some sushi with Bryce, ironically enough, Bryce and Zach, ironically enough. And I'm eating the pickled ginger, and they're like, fun fact, you're not supposed to put the ginger on the sushi. You're supposed to eat it as a palate cleanser. And I was like, yeah, I saw that on TikTok. And then it just, light bulb. Podcast. Podcast. Palate cleanser. If it works for sushi, does it work for whiskey? I think it's got to work. I think it's a universal uh, palate cleanser. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I got, I feel the most confident about this one. I do too. Out of any of the others. Crackers, my thoughts already, is you're going to drink the bourbon, it's going to sit in your mouth, and it's going to like absorb that, but it's going to stay in there. Yes, I agree. It's going to be like, it's going to be like a lesser version of the chocolate in the last episode. I bet it'll be between the dark chocolate and the water where the yeah. water didn't clean it enough. This a cracker might, cause it's going to be like abrasive on yeah. your mouth, but not like the chocolate that had so much flavor. You it's know? a solid. I, I feel like a solid's not going to work with the ginger being kind of liquidy. I think it's going to get all around in the mouth and then clear it out. And I also think with it being pickled, it's going to make you drool more, which I think is, might Ooh. be why it works as a palate cleanser, you know? Yeah. Only one way to find out, but we have to start with a control review, a review 
with fresh pallets. We haven't even eaten dinner yet, so we're having pretty much fresh pallets. You had a snack on your way yeah. here from work, yeah. <laughs> but pretty much fresh pallets, and you can swish some water around in your mouth if you feel the need to. And we're gonna get a full three-part review of Noah's Mill from the Willet Distillery. Uh, a lot of you probably have heard of Willet Pot still. It has major controversy online. Some people absolutely despise it uh, because it was apparently hyped up and some folks don't like it. I actually don't think it's that bad. But Noah's Mill is much, it's very well known from them and it's uh, much less, let's say, debate online. It's known to be a good option from the Willet Distillery. How many glasses have you had out of it already? A couple, but it it's deceiving because it's that like wine bottle shape. So I think I've only had two out of it. Like I had one and my dad had one. I opened it when I was at their house. And so it's a deceiving look. And then I just poured us glasses. This makes four. So um, so four total glasses out of it. It's a newish bottle. So it shouldn't be the neck pour, but it also shouldn't be old. So we should be getting the full picture here. Now, this is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And based on the bourbon episode I did like two or three episodes ago, that means that this is a it was made in Kentucky, shipped from Kentucky. Straight whiskey means it's at least two years old. And bourbon means it follows all the rules for bourbon. And I think it's technically small batch, which has no legal definition, but just means it's made in smaller batches. My bottle here is 57.15% alcohol by volume or 114.3 proof, which according to the website is just the proof of it. So I'm guessing that's always the proof of it. I don't know for certain. Without further ado, let's try it out. Let's do it. I'm getting kind of the the shocker sip out of the way that makes your whole palate <laughs> on fire. It um, smells good. Especially because I haven't eaten it since It smells lunch. smooth. Like a lot of the bourbons you smell are just like, wow, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. This one here, it's just like, okay. And that is a bourbon thing because the rye adds some spiciness and the corn really makes way for the alcohol and the barrel to come through. So if it's a younger bourbon, you get a lot of the alcohol coming through. All right, so let's give our opinion on the nose. So you already said, pretty smooth. It brings yeah. a lot of flavor for the amount of alcohol that you get on the nose. It's like a, a deep sweet, mm-hmm. you know? It's kind of a harsh sweet. It's not like a really super, super tingly, like candy sweet. It's got like that deep honey. Yes. You totally read my mind. So I was going to say you've got some that are this caramely butterscotchy sweet. And this to me leans the other way where you've got that pale honey, oak, and like spice, spice, like uh, cinnamon, like a cinnamon spice. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You said honey. I was actually going to say like a pale vanilla, but kind of the same idea where it's not that super... um, Super sweet, sweet. It's like yeah. light flavors, but not sweet flavors. Because when you say oak, I mean, your mind auto- automatically goes to this real smoky. Like mm-hmm. what, saying it's a light oak or a light, like sweet, it's just got like a very rich, rich sweet. Right. It's more like a vanilla oak. Like it, it smells to me more like a, a barrel than yeah. some do, which is a very high proof, but. Smoked honey. You ever seen, I've seen a TikTok. Some guy had did smoked honey. I have not seen that. And then froze it. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder what that smells like. We have to compare. Yeah, I think uh, there's a little bit of spice. There's a lightness to it. There's a, like you said, it's kind of a deep yeah. nose. I don't remember if you said deep or dark, but it's like not dark in the sense of like brown sugar because mm-hmm. it's not that sweet. It's more dark in like the, the oak, the spice, maybe a touch of molasses. Yeah. I don't know. 
overall pleasant. I mean, 114 proof. It's not burning my nose very much. Rewind. 114 proof. Yeah. See, somebody didn't do his homework. I said that earlier. 114. I must have not been listening because when I was smelling this, this was like, okay, this is a 90 proof. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. It should burn more than that at 114. This was one of the more mild that I've smelled before. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right, well, then that leads into the how bourbon dry you got me last week. Yes, Driftless Glen. Yes, that was smelling more harsh than this one. Yes. And that was 96. Yes. And it's also a little bit less expensive, which will do it, but that goes to show this is pretty wow. solid nose on this one. I'm impressed. Let's see how the palate is. Maybe it's just my palate right now. I think I have something specific that I don't get super often. So I would like your opinion. Springtime in Washington, D.C. Cherry blossoms. Maybe not that specific. <laughs> I do think it's a little bit fruity. I do too. No, I think it's like a flower, like a mm. fresh, like a pollen flower from like a tree or something. It's a little bit fragrant. Yeah. yeah. So, what I get that's different from normal. So, I think you got your normal kind of cinnamon spice, your normal oakiness, but you kind of look past that because it's mm-hmm. a bourbon. You get that in a lot of bourbons. I get it. That's, n- that's a really good point. Yeah. The more you drink bourbon, every person's like, oh, cinnamon, oh, spices. Like, it's, you know, it's that. Yes. That is just bourbon. Yeah. Zach and I talk about that a lot. That's why I always try to classify, like, a lot of bourbons are going to have those notes, but which direction does it lean? Buffalo Trace leans more to, like, your butterscotch, brown sugar, caramel. This leans more toward, like, your spice. Buffalo Trace is a touch of spice, too, but Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. But what I get from this, and you can take another sip and verify or not is I get a nuttiness from this, a little bit. It's like spicy and a little bit nutty. With that little bit of bitterness you might get from like eating a nut that you just cracked, not like, you know, roasted nuts or cinnamon nuts. I can I can see it or I can taste it, but I just can't put a finger on which nut. Like, you know. That's a good point. I would say almonds. That's where I was if I were to If I were to put one... One nut on this one. <laughs> it's almonds. If you had to put your finger on a nut, <laughs> which one? We're picking almonds. Yeah, this one's taken. <laughs> yeah, I I can agree with that. It's definitely like one of those that leaves that when you bite it, if it's raw, like not salted, not roasted, that leaves that slightly mm-hmm. bitterness. You get that nice nuttiness and then all of a sudden a little bit of that bitterness. Okay, and, and on the same page as nuts, it's like I'm thinking – almonds you have almond milk so it almost has like that flowery i think it has a very flowery ah, like milky taste that's a fair way of putting it I'm, I'm gonna take another sip and think about that yeah so peanuts doesn't have that like flowery creamy taste this one almost has like that deeper flower taste i think i know exactly what you're talking about it's like the almond milk really brought it home for yeah me. it's like it's a little bit nutty and then it's got that not in a bad way, almost soapy, like a little bit fragrant, perfumey, maybe perfumey is the word, that goes with it that you would get from I from an almond milk. It I drink a lot of almond milk, and it's it's that type of, I don't know how to describe it other than that. That's good. The part of the almond milk that doesn't taste like almonds is what that tastes like to me. Lost me there. <laughs> I drink a lot of milk. <laughs> no, that is a really, really good bourbon. That's not too For bad, right? 114. 
Doesn't dry your mouth out too bad. Let's talk a little bit about the finish. No. I can still taste it here. I took a sip a while ago. My, it's not hanging around too long for me. You also ate on your way here. So that's a good control because you yeah. ate on your way here and I haven't eaten since lunch. So maybe that's why. Yep. Maybe my palate's way more sensitive right now. So maybe it doesn't have the longest finish, but definitely for 114, not very harsh at all. No, not at all. I mean, it's easy to drink. Like the swallows after, it's like, okay, it's still in my mouth a little bit, but it's not harsh. It's not like, oh gosh, I need to drink a water right after. You could casually you could casually drink 114. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the other thing is sometimes if you've ever had one that's a little bit too harsh, after you swallow, it's like you don't yeah. want to breathe through your mouth because nope. you know that you're going to inhale fumes. Mm-hmm. Not really like that on the finish. No. So if I had to summarize, I'll let you summarize first, and then we'll go to the notes they say you should get, and then we'll wreck our palates. <laughs> if I had, I'll let you summarize first. I don't know why I went to summarize just now. Nose palate finish. Where do you think this, I know it's definitely good, but where do you think this lands in terms of the types of bourbon you've had? What are the main, if you just had to pick a couple notes to boil it down? Man, is that good. Not um, too bad. <laughs> Justin's got a new favorite. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, I would say that deep, deep sweet on the nose. It's got like that richer honey taste to it. Not so much spicy. When you first take a sip, that like the spice is not overwhelming at all. And I think it skips over that cinnamon um, spice real quick and goes into more of like a, I, I, I'm still saying like a flower or like a nutty, like you would say. Um, but the spices are just not overwhelming at all. To be clear, do you mean flour that you'd pick with a stem or flour for baking? Ooh, flour you pick with a stem. Okay, okay. I want to make sure. Yeah, so that fragrance. Yes. I think it has a little bit of that fragrance. fragrance but it's not yeah. but it's not a spicy like cinnamon fragrance. That's fair. You know? Mm-hmm. It's more of the sweeter. And then I think it does finish with the nutty. Because when it's in your mouth, like the spices are gone to me. And it's more of just like, oh, it's kind of nutty. It's kind of vanilla. I think of vanilla is another big one that comes from this. Yeah. I think vanilla on the nose. And I get way more spice in the nose than I do on the palate. I think on the palate, I start to get more of, I think the nuttiness kind of takes over for me personally. Yeah. But I think I get the floral perfumey and I think the perfuminess, the thing that's reminding me a little bit of like being soapy stays in your mouth the longest. Mm -hmm. I can still kind of taste that. Like I said, it's like that bitterness after you eat. If you eat a raw almond, it's like that bitterness that stays in your mouth. Yep. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I agree with most of what you said there. Um, I think the only difference for me is, and this could be a difference of palate conditions, is more spice for me. I get a good amount of cinnamon on the nose, but definitely like a vanilla, definitely not like a butterscotch like we talked about, or like a caramel. Um, Definitely more leaning into the vanilla territory. I get more spice on the nose, a good amount of like cinnamon, and then on the palate, like you said, it does jump through the spice pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And pretty quickly, you get to the nutty. And then after the nutty, you get to the what I would call soapy, what you would call flowery. It's yeah. like I think those are very close in comparison. Yeah. The way you say it, it's the soapy, it's the bitterness, it's mm-hmm. the flower. It's kind of that 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 dull taste. Yeah. And it's a great that's a great example of, I did an actual whole episode on this of like notes not being so subjective because people like to say well notes are just different for everybody well yeah you said different notes than i said but we're kind of saying the same thing in different language um the base notes of the bourbon are there which we're going to see if we got them right or not exactly and then when you put a label on the back of a bottle 
everybody's label is going to be pretty much the same thing, but in a, a different way. Right, a different way of putting it. You know, it. they all use the same vocabulary. Like, hey, this is rich in this flavor. It's, you know, you got your spices, you got your sweetnesses. Like, it's just how you describe them. Exactly. So that's why I always try to say, like, yes, it's subjective. Yes, you might say caramel and I might say butterscotch. Right. But at the end of the day, if we're both drinking Buffalo Trace, we're going to go that direction. If we're both drinking Noah's Mill, we're going to go the vanilla spice direction. Yeah. Two different directions it's, to go. We're not tasting burnt leaves. Right. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. We're definitely not. We're about to. We're about to. But we're not yet. Actually, Ardbeg's a little bit less leafy. So we're going to use, for those listening, we're going to use Ardbeg to wreck our palates before the palate cleanser. Now, I will run through their tasting notes here pretty quickly, and then we're going to get into these palate cleansers pretty quickly. So the notes that they tell you you should get, and I always preface especially when you're reading distillers notes, everybody's palate is a little bit different and distillers like to take advantage of that and really spice up what they say. You know, have you read this yet? I have not. I have, I mean, I've glanced at it to put it into my notes, but I've not read it. I always try to not even look at it. I try to just screenshot it and, and not look. Now that's what I like. Cause every single time we do this, you go through reading it and you're like, that's what you meant by saying that. Exactly. And it's like, okay, this is interesting. It's it's keeping a, keeping everybody on their toes. And that's exactly why I do it that way. Because it's like, first of all, I want you to get my honest opinion, whether it's right or wrong. And then I want to compare that to what the distiller says. So let's go through that. They say, one of the most lush and rich whiskeys on the market. Now, I don't know about on the market, but this is lush and rich. This, yeah. this is flavored. Yep. Not flavored artificially, but flavorful. That's the right word. The nose has walnuts, prunes, and floral notes. Dang it. No almonds. No almonds, but walnuts. Floral. Yeah, and floral. Yeah. And then it says the palate mimics the nose with prunes, walnuts, spices, intertwined with lavender, and balanced with the perfect amount of acid that leads you down a path of lingering burnt caramel. No way. Yeah. So lavender, I'm thinking the fragrance. Yeah. yeah. Lavender is the flowery, yep. floral, what I would call soapy. Boom. And walnuts, different from almonds, but hey. It's that pretty darn Still close. think about it, though. Yeah. When you have an almond and you have a walnut, it kind of still has that creamy, it nutty has, taste. Absolutely. It's, it's not a peanut. Like, when you have a peanut, it's right. completely different from a walnut. Right. It is, it's the uh, the nutty that once you get through the nut and you get to that skin taste and it has that bitterness, yeah. it's those types of nuts. And walnuts and almonds both mm-hmm. do that. The only thing I didn't catch, and I don't think I ever could have, is prunes. I don't even know what those taste like. Giant raisins. What are they made from? Are they plums? Yeah. They're, they're dehydrated I no something. <laughs> I have no idea either. Or not dehydrated, but dried. So I don't know. I have no idea what prunes taste like. And then the only place that I disagree with them is I get more spice on the nose. They don't mention spices on the nose, but then they mention spices on the palate. I disagree there. The thing that I agree with is I mentioned it's got more of the sweetness on the palate and less on the nose. And they say burnt caramel. That's an interesting way to put it. Because we said it's not caramely, but Burnt caramel's a little different. And that brings it back to the comment of a sweet oak. We mm-hmm. said something about, hey, this is kind of sweet, but it's a deep sweet, you know? So you yep. can't say oak because it's going to make it, you know, that oaky rich or that smoky flavor. Right. And I think that kind of where it goes to burnt caramel. Yeah. It's a clever way of putting it. I don't know if I agree entirely. Mm-hmm. I don't know how caramely it is, but 
burnt the burnt really may i don't i haven't eaten burnt caramel so i don't know if i can really judge it you know yeah (laughs) so i like i agree with what you're saying where i was going with the spicy oak i think is where they're going with the burnt caramel now we got to get to these other tastings here i think rich overall is an awesome word to describe that though that's a rich bourbon it's rich bourbon I had a feeling. I told you like a week ago, didn't I, that you were gonna like the next bourbon? I knew you would. That was good. This is a Justin. Did you bourbon. try that after saying uh, burnt caramel? No, I haven't. Try it. I can totally see the argument for that. I could see it. Yeah, that's pretty solid. That is clear. What is this made out of? Good point. It's in a green bottle, and I never knew how clear Ardbeg is. That's some pretty clear stuff. That I is. might have mentioned that in the episode. I don't remember. So, we're going to do Ardbeg, then we're going to do Crackers. Wait. We're going to do Ardbeg, then we're going to do just a sip of Noah's Mill to see how much different it tastes. Mm-hmm. Then Crackers, then try to the Noah's Mill again. Okay. All right. You've never had Ardbeg before? No. Cheers. Oh, gosh. I don't know why, but being in this, I just feel like you should shoot it. <laughs> feel free, but you got to get it on your tongue, though. Wow. I feel like from your face, you've, you thought for a second it was pleasant. <laughs> Ugh. It's, that's, that's some tough stuff. It's rough, huh? Very similar to Laphroaig. Yeah. I think it's less harsh. It, What's your thoughts? I can see where you're going with that. So, I think it's a little sweeter and not as burnt. Yes, absolutely. The that's first exactly thing that came to my say. mind was black licorice. Ooh, okay, yeah. yeah. I so I actually did an episode of Ardbeg versus Lafroy, mm-hmm. and you say less burnt. I said less earthy. It's got less of yep. that weighing your tongue down earth that Lafroy has, and more a little bit more bright, a little bit more still burnt, but not as burnt, um, and a little bit more spicy. Not spicy. I forget the word I use. Like lemon citrus was one of the ones I got from it, along mm-hmm. with that slightly burnt taste. All right. Without further ado, let's go straight to the Noah's Mill. And we'll have to pour a little bit more, probably. I think your face is saying what I'm thinking. It's not as harsh at all. Really? Yeah. I was going to say I got, like, only burn. I didn't get any flavor from it at all. Let me know your opinion. But you ate before you came here, so this That's is kind of cool. We're getting two it is. totally opposite ends of the spectrum right now. So the flavor's not there, but I don't think... I don't even know how to explain it. So the flavor lingers longer. Okay. But it's not really flavor. It's just like the feeling. The, uh, the yeah. feeling lingers longer and the spices and everything are just not there. Yes. It's dialed down so much because that's so harsh. The feeling that you are tasting something. If you've ever tasted MSG, which is just like savory. It sounds like a drug. It's it's not well. It sounds like it, uh, but it's actually it's used on a lot of Asian food. Actually, mm. is what I've been told. If that's wrong or politically incorrect, is it MSG salt. That's what I was told. It's like a very fancy salt. It's, okay, okay. Instead of tasting, so there's like you know five things your palate can taste. I think it's like salty, sweet, uh, bitter, sour, and then the other one is umami. Which basically ooh, is sa- mommy. Ooh, mommy. <laughs> it's because after you taste MSG, you go, ooh, mommy. mommy. And MSG tastes like that. But um, it's, your- it just coats your tongue. It doesn't, I don't, right now I taste all Artbag. Yes, I'm, I'm back on the Artbag because Artbag lingered around. Yeah. 
Big and guy. at first I thought it was Noah's lingering around. No, it was just the it was just bag. the hard bag. hard bag. And you can feel the Noah's kind of coat your tongue, but especially with how fragile my palate is right now from not eating. I think your palate's wrecked. Well, we're gonna find out because I'm gonna eat some crackers. Maybe that'll help. All right, here you go. I'm gonna eat two of them. I feel like that's a good amount. So for those listening, we're eating like off-brand Ritz, basically. These are like the buttery rounds from Walmart. These crackers always get in my teeth, no matter what I do. They are relentless. No water either, don't forget, because we're just testing the cracker. Mm. At this moment in time, maybe it'll get worse as time goes on. Right now, after just eating those two crackers, I feel like it's doing a pretty good job so far. I do, but the more I sit. It's coming back. I got the salt. Well, that's what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. I got the salty. I got the buttery. It's if bad. I really try, I can taste peatiness. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it helped out a bunch. I really do. I think it helped. Because it took your mind off of what we were just tasting to something completely different. To something sweet, something buttery. And that was basically the complete opposites is buttery, burnt, peat. Mm-hmm. But the longer I wait, I'm starting to get the, they call it tarry rope. I remember that specifically. Tarry, tarry rope. Tarry rope, like a rope covered yeah. in tar. The longer I wait, the more I can see tar. If you've ever been out when they freshly lay down tar. The smell? Yes. I, I think it even has a texture when you drive by because it's so misty and <laughs> probably lands in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. I mean, I need a little bit more Noah's mill. So prior to that cracker, though, here's what I will say. Prior to that, my mouth tasted like 145% Ardbeg. That's all I tasted. Wow. 145 is a big a big percentage. 80% Ardbeg. <laughs> <laughs> I tasted full-on Ardbeg, peaty smoke. I would say we're at like 10% right now. That's, I would agree. I wasn't. I was probably not at 140 or whatever you were at. I was just exaggerating. <laughs> I was probably at 60. percent Okay. I was just over like okay, my mouth, what it normally tastes like, and then it just tastes like this. So now we're we supposed to go to the Noah's. Now let's try the Noah's. I have a very specific opinion, so I'll let you go first. So the one thing that I noticed was that when I smelled it, it smelled sweeter i think okay this is this is what i my final opinion is i believe that it brings out the sweetness of it because when i was having the buttery crackers like that's kind of the sweetness and this kind of mimics it and it get it gets rid of the lefroy or not lefroy the uh art bag art bag art art bag art bag art bag <laughs> scotches are so hard to pronounce <laughs> Ardbeg. Yeah, so I think it it definitely helped. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I don't really taste it much more. The Ardbeg. I I agree. I, it helped way more than I would have thought a cracker would have helped. Um, I do think it made the Noah's Mill harsher, which might be because my palate's so fragile like we yeah. talked about. I think it made the Noah's Mill harsher, but I once again got flavor from it. Although the flavor kind of boiled down to just the nuttiness. I did not get nearly as much complexity, but I at least got flavor this time. Last, like when we went straight from the Ardbeg to the Noah's, it was like just harsh. <laughs> it just tasted harsh. That's it. All right. Do you need more Ardbeg? I, I do, sadly. 
All right. Pickled ginger coming at you. This is what I'm most excited for. I hope this works so bad. So have you eaten this with sushi? I know you like sushi oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. I love the pickled ginger. Do you do it in between sushi every time? Not every time. I do it sometimes, and then I also, I will, because I originally when I got into sushi, I was yeah. ignorant to this, I would eat it with the sushi, and I think it's pretty good. I like the wasabi on the sushi more, though. I'm not a wasabi guy. Lo- what? You're yeah. so into spicy food. That's I don't like horseradish. Oh, it's a little yeah. bit horseradishy. I love horseradish, so. That explains why. Um, but I actually, like, the more I've gotten into sushi, like, the more I care about, like, what it tastes like, what raw fish I have on it. For so, sure. Um, tasting different sushis, I, I do like to do this ginger a lot. Dude. I coat my whole entire mouth. We got to do a sushi and Japanese whiskey or sushi and bourbon episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have to now. A boat. We don't have a choice. No. No. So the other thing I wanted to say is, like, how often do you mix bourbons? Like, how often do you go from, like, five different, like, glasses of bourbon a night? Um, I mean... Like, when do you need to cleanse your palate? Well, that's a great question. So we're doing this a very dramatic way. Ardbeg, straight to a bourbon, right? And I'm doing that on purpose to make it, like, the hardest version of what it is. Yeah. But um, you don't do it super often. But you do do tastings a lot. so And that's what I was about to ask. During a tasting, do they have something to cleanse your palate? At good tastings, yes. And, and what is it? Uh, so before, I've had like a charcuterie, like a little bit of bruschetta with like the oh. crispy uh, bread with uh, okay. like chopped up tomatoes and stuff on it. Yeah. I probably just destroyed the recipe for bruschetta, but you know what I mean. Um, So <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. It's like... A little round disc of bread, and it's oh, got like it it's looks a like a slice of a baguette. Yes, and it looks like pico de gallo, but it's not. It's like balsamic. Oh, okay. It's like vinegary. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I've had that, and so that's the big thing is if you're doing a tasting at home and you don't want to destroy your palate, or if you just ate dinner and you want a glass of whiskey, and you let's say you're in the mood for the higher shelf stuff. Yeah. What can you do to get rid of that steak in your mouth? To, exactly. Exactly. That makes sense. So. I think we're going to have to try this with sushi, dude. That just sounds... Man, we got to do that now. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Whiskey noobs are going to be eating sushi next. We did chicken wings. Now we got to do sushi. So first, Ardbeg. Again. Again. <laughs> and then ginger. The more I taste it, the more I get used to it. That's what I'm saying, That's right? why a part of me, like if I was born in Scotland, I think I could deal with it. Right. And to, to be fair, not all scotches are peated that have that very distinct smoky flavor. Yeah. I not know monkey all. shoulder. Right. Oh, that's, that's right. That's not yeah. peated. Yeah. So just between the Lefroig and this one, Ardbeg. Ardbeg. This is the only peated ones I've had. I wonder yes. if in Scotland, like, do they prefer peated or do they prefer a regular scotch? I think it's kind of like, from what I've seen, and I'm not super versed on scotches. I try to be. Um, it's kind of like with bourbons. You've got high rye bourbons. You've got weeded bourbons. And it's just kind of variation. It's not so much like they're big on one over the other as much as it's it's a variant that kind of makes it more fun. You know? When do we drink the water? You can drink it now if you want, but then you have to drink the Ardbeg again. <laughs> you, I'm fine. It was for drinking whenever you wanted, but just not between Ardbeg and Noah's Mill. I see. You feel me? Lost it there. Yep. So I'm going to do one more sip of Ardbeg straight to the pickled ginger. Man, does that destroy your palate? That was so much spicier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I think it pulled all the, the whiskey out of my mouth and just put it inside this ginger and then just went down my throat. It's like I said, I don't know if I said this while we were recording or not, but the, the saliva, it like activates yeah, it all of your saliva. 
But now I hope we can at least taste the Noah's Mill. That was so strong. Wow. Is it that strong when you eat sushi? I don't think of it as that strong. <laughs> but you're also eating sushi. Wow. Probably a lot easier to taste raw fish after eating that than it is to taste whiskey. We're going to find out. I'm going to give it a second to kind of leave my palate. The more I eat it, how much did you have? Uh, I think it was like two pieces. I just did them at the same time. The more I have, the less harsh it gets. All right, I'm going to try another piece then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's not nearly as bad. No, that first initial bite was tough. It was like your first sip of uh, whiskey. So I wondered, I wish you would did a little research into this, but I wonder if there's a chemical that says, like, this balances out, takes your, you know, pH of your mouth or whatever back to neutral. That's a great question that I can't answer right now. I should look that up. Yeah. Look it up while we uh, slowly get this ginger taste out of our mouth. So I'm going to say Ardbeg is almost entirely gone. It's almost, yeah. I forgot I, I drank it. Ginger that is pickled in root vinegars adds acidity that can neutralize food residue. Although ginger may taste spicy and even a little bit sour at first, the tingling sensations can get rid of the strongest flavors. Pickled ginger is significantly good at removing stinky or fishy flavors from your mouth. Hmm. Some people might consider our bag stinky. Not fishy. Not fishy. So it adds acidity to your mouth. Yes. Hmm. Which removes residues. It's almost like a cleaner. Yeah, it's I like guess. a cleanser. It's like, yeah. It's like in taking a little hand wipe to your tongue. Now, here's the question. What's the Noah's milk? Is it going to be too much acid? I think it's going to be a fresh start. Let's find out. Cheers. Cheers. I don't taste the art bag. I do not taste the art bag. It still burns quite a bit for me. Kind of like if you've eaten something spicy and then drank whiskey. Man, it's it it lingers around spicier. Yeah. When we first had it in the beginning of the episode, it didn't linger around that much. Right. We were just talking about how smooth it was. Yeah. And this makes it taste not smooth. But way more flavor. Way more flavor. Like way richer. Yep. I think the buttery just kept around the sweetness flavor. Like said, hey, mm-hmm. this is what your brain should taste. This is what you should taste. And then this was just like fresh palate. Here we go. Let's try it again. So I think I got this figured out. So here's what we're going to do. You're not... Drinking the juice. Last one. No, I'm not drinking the pickled ginger juice. Uh, here, use your uh, toothpick and grab some more. Go spear fishing. I dropped my toothpick. That's why I'm not using it. I think I got this. I think I got this nailed down. No more palate cleanser episodes. We figured it out. You have. I got a little. I'm just kidding. I want to try more stuff with palate cleansers. Yes, I still got a little bit. I got Let's one. Do it. I got one sip of each. That's all you're gonna need. Our bag first. Wrecks your palate. It's all you taste. Definitely gets more fruity as you drink it, though, right? You start to not taste the peat as much. My first sip of this was like, who in their right mind would drink a full glass of this? And now you're like, me and in now my I'm right like, mind. Okay. You know, get me a little red, little beard, some green pants, and a shirt. <laughs> that sounds more Irish, but it's but yeah, <laughs> No, but I would, I would totally, I don't know. I would totally drink it on rare occasions. Here's, here's, let me paint you a picture. This is what Zach and I have said in the past. It's late October. Mm-hmm. You just dragged some sticks and some branches onto your fire, some leaves. 
you light that bad boy up, you throw a little charcoal fluid on there, you throw a little bit of gas, you light that bad boy up. Mm-hmm. It's chilly out now. It's late October. Ooh, you got to have a hoodie on. A glass of this sitting next to that fire, A1. You know what I think it is, is those, the crackers brought out the sweetness, mm-hmm. and that fire, you're going to have that pee, you're going to have that burnt, you're going to have that tar. Yep. As long as it complements something similar to it at the same moment, at the same time, mm-hmm. I think it's less harsh. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You can take it too far. Bryce and I did an episode on that way early on. That's probably in the teens or the 20s. Yeah. And we took it too far. We ate an orange with uh, monkey shoulder, which is really? very orangey. Very citrusy. Yep. Yes. And if I recall, it was either the orange, the cinnamon, or maybe it was honey. One of them uh, made us, it was too much. And so it was like if you uh, have something really? sweet and then drink coffee, the coffee just tastes bitter. Yep. It was like that. Really? I believe so. I'd have to listen to the episode myself. It's been so long. But Yeah. Yeah. But here's my theory. So you're tasting full Ardbeg right now. Yep. Eat your ginger. I don't even think it needs to be too much. Man, is that ginger rough. The first bite is so rough. Here we go. I figured out the perfect palate cleanser. Now swish water in your mouth. I'm still tasting ginger after yeah, water. But not Ardbeg. But no. No, that's gone. You might need to touch more Noah's Mill because we're going to do a sacrificial sip. We're going to coat our palate with a sacrificial sip. Yeah, coat your palate. Get that Noah's Mill flavor in there. But it's not going to taste... It tastes like Noah's Mill, but it's still a little harsh. It's still a little bit veiled. Now take a sip and try to taste it. That is some good-ass burger. That's pretty close, right? That's very close. I get more spicy still lingering, but aside from that, that tastes pretty close to our first tasting. I'm throwing a cracker in there. So my my smell is sweeter. My initial taste is sweeter, less spice, but it lingers longer and it's definitely like more spicy at the end, mm-hmm. which was the complete opposite. I, I would say ginger is probably the best palate cleanser. As far as from what we've done from what on we've the done, show, that's elite. 100%. Yep. I mean, <clears throat> aside from being a little bit spicy and making it, Linger with spiciness. Yeah. Elite, dude. Do you taste our big at all? Not even a little bit. I don't even taste it. I also it like, just ate a cracker. Like not on my lips or anything. No. That is good. I ate a cracker and I'm going back in. So do you think they should put ginger in taste testings? I think if you had a slightly less spicy pickled ginger, yeah. it would be 100%. It'd be perfect. It's a little... It, I think it's just that the spiciness stays on your palate, and it's yeah. hard to get rid of. So rank, you have your ginger, you got your lemon juice. Oh, that's right. Your cracker okay. and your dark chocolate. I got to try to remember the, the dark chocolate and the lemon. I know. I think we said dark chocolate was better. I believe so. I, I think it was because it's much more of a bold flavor. Right. Than the lemon. The lemon was kind of just like a hit or miss. It's yep. like either you, you really taste it or you don't. And then the cracker, the cracker wasn't decent. I think the lemon's yes. going to stay in last. Absolutely. Um, I think the cracker's right there behind it. Absolutely. Yep. And then the dark chocolate and then definitely ginger. That's exactly what I was going to say. The dark chocolate and the cracker are very close. The dark chocolate was bolder, and so it took over your palate more. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly it. So 
We started off kind of slow with the with the lemon. That was I thought it was going to work. It didn't. Yeah. Lemon and then cracker. The cracker's close to the dark chocolate, but it just doesn't have enough. No. Not enough flavor. Like it has a very like salty flavor. Yeah. Very, uh, there's a little bit there's a buttery flavor. Mm-hmm. But like that vanishes very quick. Yes. The dark chocolate hang around. Mm-hmm. The ginger would hang around, but like those other two, they just were temporary. Yep. And then ginger elite, dude. Yeah. So far, so the good. absolute best. We got a couple more that I want to try. Don't know if you can top that. I, got, I think we have found a king. I might have one that will. But I'm keeping that up my sleeve. We're not doing it yet. It's gonna be our next palate cleanser. Yeah, found the king. I I might. This might be the queen. We'll find out. I like that. What, so is it a? Can we have a hint? Is it, it a fruit based on what we've learned? Yep. Right. It's potent. It's strong. It's gonna change the acidity of your mouth, but it's not spicy. Hmm. Yeah. That's where I'm headed with it. We'll see. But let's wrap up. So, so palate cleansers, I think we've established. Yeah. Ginger, way better. The ginger that you get with your sushi, they got it figured out. There's a region that goes with your sushi, right? Food industry knows what they're doing. Noah's Mill. I want, so I, I selected this for you <laughs> because I was like, I want to do a palate cleanser episode with it. Justin's going to love this bourbon. Let's hear it. I'm disappointed you chose Noah's Mill for this episode. Why is that? I think it's because it's that good. Oh, yeah. I think it's really that good. So what the highest proof it is, proof it is like it doesn't give you that alcohol like burning taste. Mm-hmm. It gives you like a, just a subtle, deep, like sweet kind of little bit of spices and then kind of finished off with something just like it's it's good. It lingers around. I don't know yep. if it's like that vanilla maybe. Um, I'm I'm very impressed. This is probably one of my favorites. And here's what I'll say. Is you ate on your way here, yep. and it wasn't too spicy for you. It mm-hmm. wasn't too harsh. But I haven't eaten since noon, and it still has a pretty clean finish. Yeah. It still doesn't burn very much. We drank, I don't know if this is a smoke wagon. It was it was a smoke wagon right there, yep. Yeah, we drank that smoke wagon wagon here last week, mm-hmm. and I didn't eat a single thing. And like I had a salad maybe for lunch, which was very light. Yep. And what proof is that? It's really high. It's they're uncut and unfiltered. It might say on there. Yeah, go ahead and grab it. 57.3, and this is 57.15. These are the same proof. So it's the same, and Noah's Mill is nowhere near that. I feel like we got to try this. Because you've eaten, we got to compare. And I don't want to badmouth smoke wagon by any means, but Noah's Mill is a much more established distillery. It's a pretty different ball game from Noah's Mill. Now, I don't want this to be a smoke wagon review because this is a very different flavor from Noah's Mill. Huge different. It's pretty different. So I think just overall, kind of keeping it short and simple, I think the smoke wagon has a lot more spices. Mm -hmm. I think it has less of that deep, you know, sweet. I think it has more focusing on cinnamon, on that, like, spicy... Spicy, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, cinnamon. Yeah. The barrel flavor that you get from the barrel. It's cinnamon, it's vanilla, it's a little yep. bit of nutmeg. I think it, it steers clear of oak, like mm-hmm. the, the smoky flavor, and it steers clear of the sweet flavor. It's kind of just on that hot, spicy. Yeah, I've been trying to nail down your palate. And if you got weeded whiskeys at one end that are 
easy to drink, super smooth, super mellow, super sweet. And then you've got smoke wagon at the other end that's yeah. super spicy, super bold. Yep. You are if if that if you got a negative ten and a ten, you're like a five. <laughs> like you're not you're definitely on the smoke wagon side of the spectrum, but you're not that far. You're no. you like the sweetness, the nuttiness of the Noah's Mill with the spice. I lean towards Noah's Mill more than I do Smoke Wagon. Yes. Because, absolutely. Or I don't even know what you would call a super sweet one, but like something super sweet I don't like because it's not strong and hard. The larceny, which you didn't like. We did it with the chicken wings. Remember, you were like, I'm kind of disappointed in this one, Budget Bourbon March Madness. Yeah. You weren't too big of a fan. No. And then Smoke Wagon has too much spices. I like to hang out towards the, the fruitier, sweeter, like caramel side mm-hmm. of... Of, of spectrum sp- of spicy, yep. but not the boring side of spicy. Right. Yes. Absolutely. I think I've I think I've nailed it down. I think that's where you land. So now, from now on, I'm keeping that in mind, uh-huh. and that's what we're gonna try to do. But I'm pretty proud. I I was like Noah's Mill. Oh, he's gonna love it. That was that's probably top two. No kidding. That you've had just because I can't think of a number one right now. Yeah. Other than other than this, that is awesome. I, I totally agree. So Noah's Mill, let me see how much it is online. Because I remember I pay, I overpaid a little bit for it. I was in Kentucky. They don't have controlled pricing. Um, on Total Wine, you've got it for, oh, okay, actually, $69. And I paid 67 So actually, I didn't overpay for it. Um, I think it is fairly priced. It is a good bourbon for that price. I agree. I mean... It has so much flavor. It doesn't burn too bad. It rich is the greatest way to describe. What it. other bottle do you have? It's like sixty-seven. I mean Weller. Let me think. That where's that had, price range hanging around? Weller Antique is fifty. I mean that smoke wagon's like seventy something. Yeah, so that's the same price range. Um, Jefferson's is either seventy-five or something in that price range. I think. Let me look it up. Yeah. Um, I had that Christmas Eve, and it was good. We was kind of we just had it out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, oh yeah, <laughs> pass this around, take a swig." Yeah, eighty bucks. Oh wow. Yep, that's expensive. It's more than this. I I'm putting no mills at the top. It is, and I I said this when I bought it and tried it the first time. It is great for the price. Yeah, I mean great. Rich, flavorful, and not too harsh. No, and it doesn't focus on one thing. You know, I feel like your smoke wagon. I mean, we brought smoke wagon into this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that focuses on one aspect of of bourbon, and that's just the spices. Mm-hmm. I think Noah's Mill goes and kind of focuses on two. I think it starts out with your spices, and then kind of transitions into your you know your floral. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit of your sweetness there. And I'm a little biased because when a, when something brings a nuttiness, I love it. I'm like, yeah. it's so different. It's so it's not just caramel and spice. Yep. The nuttiness is a whole new dimension. I agree. It. Absolutely. I think nutty's uh, it's pretty unique. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's pretty unique flavor. And it brings this dimension that you don't have where it's just slightly spicier, slightly sweeter. It's it's a third dimension. It's a whole different direction. Nuttiness. Yeah. So Noah's Mill, I really enjoyed it. I'm biased because I like nuttiness. Um, you're biased because I selected this for you. I knew you are going to love it. <laughs> but I think if you can get it at its price, it is a fantastic 
mid to high shelf bottle. Absolutely. And then uh, being an out-of-state bottle kind of even makes it more unique. Right. Yeah, I didn't even mention for the folks in Ohio, I'm sorry, you can't get it. But yep. <laughs> but it's if you go to Kentucky, that's where I picked it up, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I think being from Ohio, I think if you do go Kentucky, do go to Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> I think it's something you should you should pick up. It could be on your list for yeah. sure. Your out of state list. Yeah, Noah's Mill, and it was on mine. And it just so happened that I saw it, and I'm like, I gotta try it. I'm so glad I did. It's a treat for sure. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, Noah's Mill, great bourbon, spiced or not spiced ginger, uh, pickle ginger, great palate cleanser. Overall, we we knocked it out of the park this we episode. Did. I think we found the the king of palate cleansers so far. I think this is one's going to stick. It might. I think I found my uh, my favorite bourbon so far. So far, I don't know if that'll stick. There's there's, there's a, lot a lot more of bourbon out there. Out there. Um, and butter crackers, you know, we can toss that down with the, the lemon juice. Yeah, not great, not not strong enough, not enough no. backbone. All right, guys. Well, hopefully, you learned something about your palate cleansers. You learned something about Noah's Mill. I would recommend this in its price range. If I saw it, if you lean between spicy and sweet like i mentioned more towards the spicy but still having enough sweetness i think noah's mill is a knock out of the park i think it's a unique treat and mm-hmm. i think if you're going to be out of state i think you should pick one up just treat yourself a little bit mm-hmm. um i think it's a little more on the pricier end but I, I definitely think that you should have a bottle yep and if you're in a state that has it and you've always seen it and thought nah i think it's worth buying yeah, personally i do too if if that flavor palette sounds good to if you, you want a, a higher end bottle I think this one should you should pick it up. Yep, I agree. All right, guys, that's all we've got to say. We can praise Noah's Mill all day because that was a pretty good, pretty good review. And I also like Smoke Wagon. It's a very specific palette, um, not specific, but there will probably be a review of that coming out here very and soon. Actually, don't leave out our bag. And our bag. <laughs> when you eat it with pickled ginger, when you drink it with pickled ginger, not bad. I think it's less less strong as Laphroaig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. I don't think I could sit down and have a glass. We'll get you there. I don't think I can, but I overall, it's it's a consistent taste. We'll bring you to the dark side. It's a consistent taste that I don't like. <laughs> we'll bring you to the dark side. We'll get you there. Hey, you went from absolutely despising it, and now you respect it. That's true. That's so true. we'll get you there. All right, guys, that's all that I've got for this episode, so hopefully you learned about your palate cleansers and about your Noah's Mill. I will leave you with this. This episode is a great example of why we have this saying. If you want to learn to drink, sometimes you've got a drink to learn. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure to leave a five-star rating or review to help grow the show and get the word out. You can also find more Whiskey Noobs content on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs and on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. If you want to drink right along with me, make sure to join the email list by sending an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com with a subject line saying email list. You will receive monthly emails with a list of the whiskeys that will be featured throughout the month so that you can buy them ahead of time and drink right along with the show. Once again, thanks for listening to this episode. The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.